found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. It's Trent Condon and myself for the next two hours uh, talking sports with you. And we appreciate you uh, listening into the program. If you missed any port, well, I should have asked you, Trent, before we went on the air. Our yeah. podcasts are good to go. They are up. They're rolling. We have a new distribution uh, platform. What does and- that mean to me? means nothing for you. Okay. You, you sit on that side of the desk. You stay away from the technology, all right? I'm very you got that microphone that. in front of you. And that's as close as I get. You got your Twitter machine, and that's that's all that you need. Anything but, more I'm dangerous, man. But you can still go to KenMillerShow.com and listen to, or get the podcasts? Well, that is Uh-oh. another question. That uh, Yeah, I, I'd have to check on that one. But for people that do it through iTunes, through Stitcher, through the podcast apps that are out there, Overcast and everyone else, just uh, search Ken Miller Show. It'll pop up. You'll see Ken's picture, and you can listen to us each and every day that way. All right. You might it might be a new feed now. So if you have it and you have the old feed, might have to update to the new feed. So just check around with it. But it's available. You can find it at all your podcast places. Okay. So we will uh, check into the uh, the website. Yes. Uh, we'll, yes. We'll do that. Note to self. Uh, check that. So where were we? Well, that's right. We're going to talk about what's coming up on the program today. Zubin Mahente is going to be here. Love our Tuesdays with Zubin. Uh, get an opportunity to, you know, talk the world of sports uh, with Zubin and do so with a guy who's uh, well employed by ESPN and talks to. Uh, majority of, you know, well, you know what he does, former athletes, former coaches, is Zubin. And he'll be here, uh, our only guest in the first hour of the program. In the 1 o'clock hour, Blair Kirkhoff is going to join us. We'll get the latest on uh, on Kansas being swept up, being victimized uh, in the uh, college basketball scandal. We'll do some Royals. We'll do some Chiefs. What else are we going to talk about with Blair? That's probably about it, right? Yeah, maybe Big 12 in general. Spring starting to pretty much capped everywhere, I believe, in the Big 12. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're all yeah, in the Yeah, you books. know what? I don't know if I've seen one coming up this weekend. I don't yeah. think. I think you might be right about that. And then uh, finally, Dave Sinekin is going to be here. Uh, you know him as theheadcheese.com talking about the Green Bay Packers, which we will. But he also uh, is uh, involved at uh, KFAN, uh, the um, behemoth sports station up in the Twin Cities. Uh, he does um, the reaction show to Minnesota Timberwolves playoff basketball. So we'll talk NBA and, and Green Bay Packers and Minnesota Timberwolves with Dave Sinekin before we get it. And I'm going to run by my theory, Trent, because I'm, 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 I'm more convinced today than ever um, that I'm on to something with Des Bryant in Green Bay. Oh. Because I haven't heard otherwise. Yeah, yeah. My, that, so it's still, uh, technically, I'm still alive on this one. They are. I saw one of my the funniest tweets uh, and I can't remember, it was some NFL you know, writer from one of the websites, and, and they said, you know what team makes the most sense for Des Bryant? What was it? The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> well, that's true, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> right did, did he sure. offer up a second best of a second that, best That's sense? all, yeah. It was a funny, I really got to chuckle out of that one, because look at that wide receiver crew I for know, Dallas. They don't have anything, Nothing. They cut off their nose to spite their face, I swear to God. Alan Lazard, third round. Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. Well... 
It'll be interesting, but you're yeah. still asking a rookie to come in there right. and, and have an impact. We'll, we'll see. Um, we shall see. So uh, Dave Sennett is going to be here to recap the programs. Uh, we're going to recap yesterday in the world of sports. You're going to have to help me. I didn't see. I had the. I was busy last night. I had the Miami game on uh, um, in the background. I had a lot of uh, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, Boston Bruins series going on. But the NBA, I'm kind of um, going to rely on you, TC. What did I miss last night? The comeback from the Sixers was a lot of fun. Uh, really enjoyable game. Watched a lot of that one. You know, baseball kind of ended up taking a backseat for mm-hmm. me last mm-hmm. night. With the, well, Cubs, the, the Cubs were opposed, or yeah, rained up. Cubs cards was off. I, My I, Blue Jays didn't play because of a hole in the roof. Hole <laughs> in the roof. I dipped into Hellickson for a little bit How last night. How did he night. look? Four innings he got through? Uh, Not good, huh? It's... Are you, you want to maybe reserve just because it was his first start? It was start? his first start, yeah. yeah. So so we'll wait, but. You need to see more. The days of Hellickson being a anything more than, I think, a fifth starter. Wow. I think they're over. Yeah, because I thought, you know, for a while, and I think you probably did the same thought, too. You know what? This kid's going to. Yeah. None of the things to be an ace yeah, of the no, staff. No, but. But middle of on rotation. A, a good, on a good team, it'll be a number three. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, could slide to it. And it just. Had that great rookie year, had a couple other good years in Tampa, but that's the other thing. You know, you go, you're bouncing around. And he has been. And he's been all over the yeah, place. Yeah, he has been. Relatively still young in his MLB career, and uh, he's been a lot of places. That's a fair point. Not overpowering stuff and just. How about Bryce Harper's home run last night? Oh, off a broken bat. That is sick. <laughs> I, I expected to see the Super Bowls. When you saw where the ball ended up, yes, yeah. you start looking on the ground. Well, what, what what did that bat have to be corked with for it to go that far? <laughs> My God, that was eye-opening. It was. Well, what a swing, too, right? I mean, what a pure swing this kid has. So what is he going to command? Oh, he's going to break the He's a billion-dollar player by the time he hangs it up. If the number or will get as close. Let me rephrase that. He will get as close. Boy, Mike Trout. Yes. Chris Bryant. Yes. <laughs> Otani. There's another There's one. There's going to be a bunch of these guys, but he, he'll he be in that group that gets as close to making a billion dollars playing a sport when his career is over on the field as maybe we've seen. But what we saw this year in the offseason of baseball. It, they, well, that's true. Has the economics changed? But have we seen a superstar? Did a superstar get frozen out? Because there was time? that wasn't the case this there year. There was a lot of good players. Yes. That yeah. normally would have got paid like they are superstar mm-hmm. players. But you look across baseball and the way that front offices now are constructed, they look and free agents aren't a good deal anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make sense to build. It makes sense to build cheaply and then supplement it with a couple of guys. But you break the bank like the Rangers did with A-Rod back in the day. Mm-hmm. Ten years, 252, right? Is that the yeah, number? Yeah, 252, you're right. 252. And what was the owner's name of that team? Was it Hicks. Tom Hicks? Tom Hicks, yeah. And he doesn't own him anymore, right? No, no. But hamstrung them. They they yeah. couldn't build around it. And right. now, unless you are a behemoth like the Yankees, now the Nationals have the richest ownership group in baseball. What are they? Who who owns them? Same guy that owns the Capitals. Yes. What is uh, Leonis? Ted Le- Leonis. Ted Leonis. There you go. Unless they break it, because financially, if you're actually looking to break even or or scratch out a little bit of a profit, does it make sense to mm-hmm. go? Eight years, three hundred million dollars on Bryce Harper. Well, and if you're not going to be able to supplement him with other guys around him because it's a twenty-five man roster, mm-hmm. I don't know it because it felt inevitable that Harper was going to be that guy. And after this off season, I'm 
I'm taking a small step back. From okay, that. Be, you're right. I mean, that's probably a, a good way to approach. Now, it. Now these guys aren't going to be living at the poorhouse. No, no, they'll be fine. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of baseball, let, let's stay here. U- USA Today uh, had an interesting piece. Uh, Nancy Armour is the columnist's name. I believe I'm pronouncing her name mm-hmm. right. Um, she wrote a piece on uh, on cutting back the number of games. What did she want to go to? 142. Yes. As opposed to a buck 62. There's so many, there's a lot of pros, but there's a ton of cons to this. And, I mean, ownership is going to have to acquiesce to, I mean, that's 20 fewer games that are going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. That's 10 fewer games that are going to be able to put fannies in seats at your ballpark. Although Oakland tonight's doing something interesting. I'm not yeah. sure you've seen that. They're, come on in. Basically. Free. free, free, free parking, free, free parking. admission. Just amazing to think they'll make it up in concessions. But but that aside, um, and Anthony Rizzo was on Cap's show this morning and was asked about that. We'll get we'll hear from Cappy tomorrow. But, um, you know, the way I read it, I think Rizzo was I think is this is something that baseball should take a serious look at. But how do you control the weather? Because I think back, Trent, sure, you're going to you're going to get cold, miserable Early April days. Yeah. But not always. Yes. Right? Um, the season began March 28th. That's true. The first week, there were only four rainouts. Right. It's, four. It's, it's been it's been April. That is, yeah. And it's your, your twins are on a real bad oh. run right now as far as canceling games. And what did we say yesterday? 24. Uh, and we're only halfway through the month of April. And I think they've already surpassed the number or the average number of games that get postponed. So if, if, the, if they are willing to sacrifice... Two weeks on both sides of the schedule. So this the season would start essentially middle of April, end in the middle of September, uh, and then your your World Series, which again, I remind everybody, is right in the throes of college and NFL football season, um, would end around October the 15th as opposed to you know, October 31st, or we've seen it in the last couple of years. Didn't the yep. Cubs win in November? In November, yeah. Right. So, I mean, on, on the surface... Okay, I, w- I would be good with that, but any chance, do you think? I don't think so. I mean, it's it's a great theory. The 142, I think, is just too much. Because mm-hmm. they went from 154 to 162. I don't see them going, taking a drastic change. No. Which it, would it, it would be? If they would change, I think I'd be back to 154. Mm-hmm. And But you're still going to run into these problems. I mean, we're talking about Minneapolis. Minneapolis can be crappy in May. I've been to, I've been down to Kansas City in May. With some awful weather games, we already had the tickets, and well, we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Is before the days of StubHub, you hop in the car and you go down there and you just bundle up. It's just, it's the reality of baseball in in the North. You could start at April fifteenth, but there's no guarantees. No, that the weather's gonna be good April fifteenth. There's no guarantees it's gonna be good in May. And the attendance figures, attendance is really when you get past kids in school, right? That that's when attendance starts to take outside of places like Fenway and Wrigley. When attendance comes back is when kids are out of school and you can go and you can make a weekend of it or go to mm-hmm. a couple of games. That's what it's about. I don't think any of these really change the issue. Weather's still going to be bad in April, middle of April, beginning of April right. in a lot of these different places. So it's a good theory. I understand it. I like reading these kind of stories, you know, the changing of formats, going back to 154. Well, but- you know how they said that they would do it, which is a part of the story that, that um, as much as anything stuck with, they would eliminate interleague play. That's mm. how they would get to 142. They would pass up the 20 interleague games, which I would guess that would mean that they would pass up the rivalries, right. the Kansas City-St. Louis, the White Sox-Cubs game. Those things would go away. You know what? I would be okay with that. You would? Yeah, I'm not sure that 
I still like the interleague. Do you? Yeah. I mean, when it first started, it was you know something to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Um, if it went away and we went back to you know you see the other league once you get to the champions of both leagues determined, then and only then will you see those two leagues collide. That was kind of fun as I think back. It was. I, I like that part of it, and I. Don't like the watered-down nature now of it because... There's a series every week. Right. Every day because when they flip the Astros over to make it 15 and 15, that mm-hmm. means because the schedule, you always have an interleague. I don't love that. You know, it would be best if they could go back to... If they added two expansions, and we were talking expansion mm-hmm. just yesterday, if you add two teams, whoever they may be... Well, Montreal's got to be one. Yes, yes. And I think Portland... Portland's still the one that intrigues me a lot. Uh, yeah, because of the, I mean, it would be a natural rivalry, obviously, with Seattle, and mm-hmm. they don't have that right now, do they? I mean, right. who would their rival be? Or Vegas? It's so hot there. Retractable roof stadium? So expensive. A little air conditioning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arizona did it? You know, I've never been, when I, all the times I was in Vegas in the summer months, and never, ever once, I'm going to go to Cashman Field. I'm going to go watch the... Uh, what are they? I don't even know what they are. The 51ers. The 51ers, yeah. They they were the Mets. I don't think they are anymore. In fact, okay. I'm sure they're not the Mets any longer. But for years, they were the Mets AAA affiliate. Uh, never, you know what, let's go outside and watch a baseball game. <laughs> I know, it's 118 degrees. Right, yeah. Yeah, but there's no humidity. I don't care. It's 118 degrees. It's a dry heat. It's an unbearable heat. It was awful. I love that. It's a dry heat. Yeah. It's 118 degrees. It's hot regardless it's, if it's dry it or not. brutal. Never, I mean, you walk out of an air-conditioned casino. My office was at the Palms, so you, I'm driving to work, and it just hammers you right between the eyes. Yeah. As soon as you get through the the, the, the round of the, whatever those doors are, the revolving, round, revolving thank you, the go-around doors, just whoop, right between the eyes. So, full circle, I don't like it. Just keep it at one sixty two. So one sixty two and you're fine. I, I'm gonna be old I'm gonna be the old fuddy duddy. No, here. I think you're gonna get your wish, Trent. I yeah. do. I don't see this happening. But I'm like you. I mean, if it, I, I like these articles to make you think a little bit. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Randy Peterson wrote one today on uh at, at, at on in the Des Moines Register. Um makes you think a little bit. So you know, not not just could cookie cutter if you will. Right. That's too easy to do. We will talk to Zuba Mahente coming up. Uh, sounds like the Cubs will play tonight, right? I mean, Cubs card's going to go? As far as I know. I, I mean, everything, again, we're talking weather here, so mm-hmm. who knows what the way this spring has gone, but appears see to what, be you good. See they're gonna get, we might get clobbered tomorrow again. Yeah. There's snow in the forecast tomorrow. More. This time tomorrow is supposed to be snowing. It's April, what's today? 17th? Day. So yesterday was 16th. So today's the seventeenth. That's how it works. Yeah, I know. And the eighteenth, we're gonna have. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't wrap my mind around it. I'm happy though. The Twins will be playing. Well, you, I would hope in Puerto Rico. Right, but I thought the Jays were a cinch to play last well, night. Well, that's as true well. too. And then ice fell from the CN Tower right through the Rogers Center roof. <laughs> Like one of those, it was it was a big chunk of ice. The, the hole in the roof is yes. three by five, substantial. Do you see the two guys walking? I did. That's what? Not I mean, for me. That's the, that's a perfect example of boy. I wish they bet they wish they would have stayed in school. <laughs> <laughs> walking on Rogers Center roof. Oh boy, I, I'm I've, sure that they were. Te- well, I want to hope that they were tethered. That you know you they had some safety harness. I don't still. like hanging Christmas lights up on my roof. That's ridiculous. 20 feet up in the air. Those guys, you got to have 
a different different level of cojones to get, even get up there. They're not paying him enough, and I have no idea what no. they're paying him. Uh, r- real quick, I, I as you know, I subscribe to The Athletic. Yeah. One of these days you will, too. Um, you keep saying you will, but it's your. I know. Well, you should just give me your password. Well, right? I can do that too. You yeah, know? I'll, you... I'll pay for um, it. I'll pay for it. So, the mock draft came out with a bunch of their NFL guys got together and did one. No Hawkeye in the first round. Really? James Daniels not listed. Josh Jackson not listed in the first round. Well, speaking of that, I saw Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL Network. Mm-hmm. He just. Who's uh, really good, I think. He is, yes. I really enjoy him. And he put out his latest mock. He had James Daniels, I want to say 26, something like that. No Joshua Jackson mm-hmm. in the first round. And this is the time where you're hearing more and more. Right. One year of tape. Uh-huh. One year wonder didn't run real well. That's and that's those points are both true. Can how well can he play press coverage? You don't run press coverage really at Iowa. So all those little demerits, those marks are starting to come up now Joshua Jackson's way. I think it's a smokescreen. I still think Jackson's going to go in the at the very least in the first round. Ahead of Daniels or behind? You got Daniels going first. I, do, yeah. I still think Jackson will go before him. You know what? I think Jackson will be in that 20, somewhere in the 20s. I still think Daniels will go in second round. Regardless of what everybody's saying, you speak, the concerns for Daniels are bigger to me than the concerns of Jackson. Health-wise? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the health. Mm-hmm. And it's the tape a little bit for last year, too. But, but more importantly, the health. You know where Shaquan Barkley's going to end up? The way this he's, draft is he's starting going to, to the Giants. I don't think he he's is. He's going to the Giants at two. I think Josh Rosen's going to be a Giant. No way. I think that, and I've been saying it for months, Trent, and I get so many wrong that I'm going to remind you every single day, maybe not on the air, but when we come in and we see each other, hey, how you doing? Good, remember. <laughs> uh, um, I just think, look, Eli Manning's 30, what, eight? Yes. When are, they gonna, when are the Giants going to pick in the top five again? They've got a opera and and by the way, Sean Payton, did you see his he doesn't think anybody's worth the first round pick in this draft. And if there is one quarterback that he thinks might be average, it's Sam Darnold. Yeah. I buy that. I've I've told you since we've yeah, been going been through this. Problem. I don't I don't like this group. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And people are, I mean people, teams are going to grab these guys. Yes. I think the first three for sure. Are going to be quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. You know who the Jets are. They would have moved up to three. Yeah. Cleveland is going to take Darnold at one. I still convince Giants take a quarterback at two. I think Barkley Chubb goes, or Bradley Chubb goes um, four, four to Cleveland. And there's Josh Allen for your Broncos. No, I think Shaquan Barkley's going to go to Denver. Uh, I think he's gone at two. I, I, Barkley, I think is going to. We shall see. He We're, can be a star, and Giants like their stars. They do. Josh Rosen might be that guy. Yeah. One thing we do agree on, we're both looking forward to talking to Zubin Mahente. Always. He's going to join us next when we continue. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. We're glad you're with us on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. 
You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. The Home Depot has free carpet installation for any carpet purchase over $699. Free installation, as in no hidden fees for moving furniture, ripping out old carpet, carpeting stairs. Fees other places charge for their free carpet installation, we don't. For carpet installation that really is free, start with carpet from The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. License numbers available at homedepot.com slash license numbers. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on texassuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on texassuperfood.com. texassuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 877-55-TEXAS. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. This monumental task, providing hope and support for at-risk Iowans, is not taken lightly, nor can it be accomplished alone. The thousands of people we serve every year directly benefit from the dedicated support of caring people like yourself. Today, I encourage you to make an investment in the lives of others. Join us as we remember our past, celebrate the present, and eagerly embrace the future. Your support makes it possible for children and families of Iowa to continue our work throughout the state. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 one one three three guys Trent Condon here again for new leaf wellness 
Warm weather is going to be here before you know it. And if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level. No more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KPGG. In the 1 o'clock hour, Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City star, will uh, join us. Get into Kansas Jayhawk, uh, Royals and Chiefs as well with our, our buddy Blair Kirkhoff. And then Dave Sinek in the headcheese.com. He uh, uh, does radio at KFAN. He writes the uh, uh, Packers blog, but he's going to be uh, pressed into T-Wolves duty. So we'll pick his brain on that series, which stands one nothing. And like Trent said yesterday, and I couldn't agree with him more, felt like one got away uh, from the Timberwolves. Right now, let's get to uh, Zuba Mahente, shall we? He joins us. Zubin, Trenton, Ken, good to talk to you, friend. How are you? Doing great. I mean, I'll tell you what, um, it's, it's rare that maybe we do this on Sports Talk Radio, maybe not too rare for you, Ken, but I have a feeling the biggest story tonight on ESPN, it's been a while since I've been able to say this, is going to be an NHL story, and it's going to be the Golden Knights. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right, Zubin. It's uh, it's an amazing uh, story that this team is is writing. I thought the way they finished the year that they're you know it's finally going to catch up with them, uh, that their bubble's going to burst. And I love the way L.A. was playing going into it, and they're about to be swept. It's a remarkable story, Zubin, uh, just the way expansion teams. Trent and I spent a few minutes talking about this yesterday. I think that this is going to be um, what we see as far as expansion in sports, regardless of what league it is going forward, where you don't necessarily come into the league knowing that your team is going to struggle mightily for three or four years before you get your guys in place. Uh, the Golden Knights, the way that they've done it, especially when you consider how big the check is that that prospective owner is going to write for whatever league his uh, his franchise expands into, I think that this is going to be the norm, the way they handle expansion. Yeah, I think what really, really matters here, and I think what you said is, is basically the way it has to be, which is, this is an atypical franchise in an atypical location. And it was imperative that they were to win. Now, this team is, I don't know, this team, let's say, the worst. Day, which is which make the NHL, NHL so great. The worst team points-wise in the century was actually last year's Avalanche team. They had 48 points. And it's amazing to think, Ken, that the last place team in each conference last year mm-hmm. made the playoffs. And it's showing a pulse. And the Devils looked great last they night. They were last in the East. Uh, the Avalanche, as I mentioned, had 48 points. They played well. They actually have played uh, Nashville a lot tighter than the series would indicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 2-1 Nashville. 
But the Avs had plenty of chances in game one. And if it probably wasn't for McPhee and Gallant, I think Bednar would be up for coach of the year. Look at you flaunting your NHL yeah. knowledge, Superman. They're very, very impressive. How about that? Because, what's that? I said, look at you flaunting your NHL knowledge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm spending every night with Barry Melrose. So, you know, some of the things that, are, you know, he's, Barry's the best, by the way. But, you know, I spent some time with Barry, all these sorts of things. They just sort of osmosis, it just sort of come to you. But I will tell you that I think it's just the location of Vegas. Um, I don't know how much rope they would have had elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I think if you put an expansion team in, you know, Canada, or you brought the Montreal Expos back to Montreal, I think you got a lot longer of a honeymoon. Um, I'm not saying it would be like a Miami Marlins honeymoon with a cheater <laughs> if it wasn't great out of the gate, but I think it was imperative for this team to be competitive out of the gate. And Good I think point. you got to give McPhee a ton of credit. And, you know, it'll be different to see how different sports operate. I mean, you know, they got to pick of the litter. I mean, to end up with a guy in the pipes like they did, you know, that's pretty rare to get mm-hmm. somebody of that sort of ability. I don't know how that's going to work in other sports, but you're right. Um, giving them a fair fight out of the gate has really lifted all boats, putting them in the playoffs, making them a great story. We'll see if other sports follow suit. If the Seattle NHL team has something that kind of follows this plan, I think that would certainly help. You know, just real quick, Trent, just to, just to back up your point, Zubin, um, you know, and I hate to do it. Well, I really don't hate to do it because I'm talking about my Winnipeg Jets. But they came back in 2011, right, after being gone 15 years, and they've stunk for seven years, literally been god-awful. But now here they are. And, yes, some of the natives were getting a little bit restless that they wanted things, you know, sooner rather than later. I think that it's a, it was a lot easier um, because of that market as opposed to a brand-new market where you almost have to win right away. I think you're up right on. Go, Sorry, Trent, uh, jump in. Yeah. One thing I just wanted to quickly put a, put a bow on that. You know, I can tell you that firsthand. Having worked in Denver before I worked uh, at ESPN, I can tell you that the Avs won two cups in six years. And that's where rings started popping up everywhere. I'm not saying that they couldn't have been as popular as they were. They had incredible star power. Foot, Sackett, Forsberg, Waz, Dead Marsh, all these guys, Rob Blake. But it's one of those things where winning catapulted the situation. Winning made the Avs the second most popular team in town, which is amazing considering they had the least amount of history of the four major professional sports teams. So you're right. Winning in an atypical market is one of the most important things because it can give you that momentum out of the gate that almost nothing else can. Wanted to ask you, I was reading an article over at Awful Announcing about the new ESPN president, James Pitaro. Is that how you say it? Can you, uh, that is how you say it. Can you give us any insight in, in from your look at things about the new president? As I'm sure for you, business as usual, but just kind of a big picture about the new guy running the ship. Yeah, I ran into him at Augusta a couple of weeks ago. Um, that was one of his stops. I will tell you something about him that I thought was amazing. So the day he got hired, it was a Wednesday. And I do a couple of other shows besides your show. And so I wasn't quite sure if the people were going to ask me about him. I happened to be off that day, but he happened to speak to the um, employees at large that particular day. And so I was off. So I wanted to do a little bit of research on him because I didn't know that much about him. Uh, and then, you know, obviously Augusta happened, and this is well before that. And so I went on YouTube, and I just put his name into YouTube, and I just started looking around for some stories. And he said during an interview, um, he was used to work for Disney Interactive, so within the company, but 
he was more involved in mobile technology, things of that nature, um, your PDA, getting content on all of that. And so I was watching the interview. It was just one of those sort of industry-type shows where the guy's asking really specific questions. You have to be really into the field. And so I'm just listening to it and watching it. And he basically said things like, you know, we're mobile first. We are all about the phone. That's where we're going. That's our first stop for our consumers before anything else. So I'm listening to it, and I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And then when the interview is over, you know, I'm looking for some other videos. I scroll up to the top of the screen and just happen to see when the interview was conducted. And it was just one of those random things. I just scrolled to the top of the screen. And it said 2012. Mm. <laughs> and I thought to myself, wow. No, in 2018, those comments are pretty obvious. Right. Right? Everybody's got to have an app. ESPN just rolled out this big thing called ESPN+. Plus. It's got some really interesting things on it. A show with Kobe breaking down game tape. There's some really interesting things for an extra cost. If you're into soccer, rugby, cricket. Um, extra sports, Ivy League sports. There's a bunch of things that we're out rolling out of this. But anybody today would be able to make those types of comments and say, it's all about the phone first. That's where we're going. I mean, we have Linda Cohn, Barry Melrose, John Butchigas, Steve Levy every single That's night during the playoffs. Those are, four of our, yeah, those are four of our biggest people. We have a hockey show called In the Crease. It's 26 minutes. It's on the app. It's no commercials. It's just highlights. Every single day, just highlights with those four people, one host of those three, along with Barry Melrose, every single night. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where we looked at it and we just sort of said, people really, really watch us. I mean, last night I worked with Barry on SportsCenter. We didn't highlights of all four games, but I could really only talk to Barry about the Toronto games and the New Jersey game. We showed highlights of the other ones as well, the other two games. But this is for the person that wants to go knee deep. But to answer your question, Trent, um, that was one of those things where I looked up and said, wow. I mean, anybody could make that statement today, but he kind of saw that six years ago. And, you know, as you know, the way society goes six years ago, it's like 100 years ago, 150 years ago with the way that we're moving. So I think very, people were very, very excited to have somebody like that come aboard because that's sort of the future, and he's sort of was operating in the future back then. And I think for a company of our size, it always takes a little bit extra to get something going. Like, for example, this app is tremendous, but I think a lot of our customers are wondering, hey, where was this thing? So sometimes it takes a while to turn this stuff out. But I think because this guy's sort of thinking that way so long ago, it bodes pretty well because I think that's where clearly everything is headed closer to that. Will I still watch the Super Bowl on my TV? Yeah. I'm sure there will be some communal events where I'll go to the big TV mounted on my wall. But at the same token, there's more and more that's happening. Like, I was listening to your show earlier in the week. I was listening to it a bit yesterday. I mean, I didn't even think twice about it. I just put the app on, listened to it, and just went. And I just think that's how everything is going to start to go much quicker. So he was kind of on that before a lot of other people. So I think a lot of people at the company feel like, that's a good place for us to be. Well, since we're uh, talking to ESPN, Zubin, let's go back to uh, our conversation last week when you were on, and I knew you were doing SportsCenter last night, and you were, you know, it, it was different. It was kind of a behind-the-scenes look. I didn't see it myself. I saw Twitter about it. I saw message board chatter. What I saw, Zubin, was uh, very well-received that people uh, learned something about the way ESPN presents SportsCenter. Uh, was that kind of the feedback that you guys got? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was that particular night, it was very interesting to see how we were going to do it. That particular night, the Red Sox played the Yankees. I think the hope was that if it was a good audience for that game, 
they would get some spillover, what we call spillover audience uh, in TV, just get some people that were kind of watching that game to watch a little bit of Sports Center. And I was doing the setup. I was doing the 6 o'clock Sports Center that night. So we were sort of promoting the program. And uh, I think that ended up being a 14-1 Red Sox win. So sometimes it doesn't quite work out the way that you want it. It wasn't exactly an extra inning thriller. But uh, it was really well received, I think, in some ways, because I don't know if you guys agree with this in radio. I think people like to see how things are done, but they don't generally want to see the minutia, right? Like, you guys might be interested in the minutia of how each segment goes and all that sort of stuff and down to the nitty-gritty. I think most people like to just peek behind a little bit and just satisfy their curiosity that way. And I think that's the key thing. The more specific you go into, the more detail you get, I think the more people you lose because I think more and more people just want to kind of get a sense of what's happening and then sort of appreciate it from that way as opposed to go knee-deep. And I think that's the thing I really liked about this. This was one of those things where you could just flip to it and find it randomly and just sort of realize what's going on, because I think the more and more you do this, the more and more you realize it's just really hard for somebody to be with you for a whole hour or an hour and a half. Now, I wouldn't think twice about watching SportsCenter for an hour, you know, when I was a kid. But, you know, all of our research says people watch it about 17 to 18-minute increments now and may return for another increment, but that's basically what you're going to get at any one given time on an average basis. There's some people that are going to watch more. There's some people that don't have that much time. They'll just watch less. Um, but in some ways, I like the notion that we kept it pretty simple, because that meant at any point, if you happen to tune in, you could kind of understand what's going on. It wasn't like, you know, walking in an hour and 10 minutes into a two-hour movie, and you've got no idea what's going on. The viewing experience isn't good that way. Just to be able to make it simple, and if you happen to stumble upon the show, just sort of see what's going on. The feedback was really good. I think the last time we did it was, somebody told me, 15 years ago. So if you missed it, Stand by for 2033. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zubin, uh, speaking of looking forward uh, maybe to 2023, you know, there uh, a, a growing market is eSports. And Zubin, we're about the same age here. We grew up probably the first video game generation. I don't get it. I like video games. I, I grew up playing video games, played them for maybe longer than my wife would have liked. But watching people play video games, I don't understand it. You're more forward-thinking than I am. Can you help me wrap my mind around why this is such a a growing niche market inside the sports world? You know, I don't know if I'm that much more forward-thinking than you are, but I would tell you the only thing that matters for for anything, and I can tell you for sure that stuff rates, and people Mm -hmm. watch that stuff. The the other day Uh we were sitting at work. Oh, yeah, it rates. I mean, the other day we were sitting at work, and someone said, it it, 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 it all depends on who's ears hear it, right? You're just sort of like the interpretation. And we were walking to the set, or we were coming back from the set, or something was going on. I was in motion, and I heard somebody say, hey, I said people playing video games on ESPN too. And I think in some ways it was said as sort of like a derisive sort of like, can you believe people are on ESPN two playing video games and we're airing it? Or the notion of, get used to this, because this is big. The one thing I would tell you that makes this really big, it's actually really, really big around the world. It's humongous in Asian countries. Uh, it's also getting to be very big here uh, in the United States. I'm going to tell you, I have done interviews um, previewing this stuff on SportsCenter. So huge, you know, huge eSports matchup today in Seattle. 
Let's check in with our Arash Markazi, who's there. And we'll do two questions on it. And the next time you watch it, because I know a lot of people like yourself, myself, we kind of like chuckle. We're like, really? But I would tell you this. When you watch it, when you watch the coverage, if you spend just a few minutes watching it, because a lot of times they're focused on the competitors and what's going on on the screen and a particular game, you will see in almost every instance it is being played in front of a sold-out arena. Not just like a little auditorium. Or, it is being played, it is being tested in like the biggest arenas in this country. Like a professional sports arena, it's packed. And of course, uh, uh, at a lot of other places internationally, it's packed at, at venues as well. So there's clearly enough interest TV-wise, and there's clearly enough interest for people to go to watch these guys in an arena as packed as you'll see any NBA or National Hockey League game and if that, I mean, you know, it may not be your cup of tea or my cup of tea, but if they're packing people in like LeBron and Austin Matthews are packing people in, <laughs> it says something. Well, the Luxor in uh, in Las Vegas gave up a bunch of casino real estate inside their building to devote uh, to build a stadium right in there. I, I, I don't get it. I do understand at least a little bit, at least I think, the NBA and the fact that we think that Cleveland up until this year had that proverbial switch, Zubin, where they could turn it on and turn it off. Game two is tomorrow. We expected Cleveland to win game one because, well, they always do. That's been LeBron's history. They got crushed in game one. Um, does this team still have that switch? I think so, but I don't feel great about it. Although I will say, one thing I really thought was funny was, I don't know if you guys caught the post game after game one. It was on ABC, and we came on after the game, and we uh, we had some of the post game on Sports Center, and someone went to LeBron, Ken, and to your point, and just said, um, hey, uh, what do you feel about your uh, first-round streak snapping? LeBron had won 21 straight first-round games. It was actually a remarkable record when you think about it. it. Is. And LeBron, LeBron looked at the guy and was like, wait, I won 21 straight first-round games? I think, I think it was one of those moments where LeBron was just sort of like, listen, man, it's one game. Um, yeah, we're down a little bit. But just think about, you just asked me that question. Do you think we're worried if you just asked a guy that's won 21 straight first-round games whether a loss to the Indiana Pacers was going to bother him? I think it's one of those things where you have to just look at it and say, is this a firepower issue? Like, if you're watching the Spurs game last night, no matter how well the Marcus Aldridge played, he was Brady at 34 points in 37 minutes. At the end of the day, they don't have the firepower. They just don't. And Popovich sort of admitted that last night. I think if you're the Pacers, you look at it and say, we had a better record this year without Paul George. Without him. We have one of the more electrifying players on the floor. Do we have the best player on the floor? No. But any time the Cavs play anyone, they won't have the best. The opponent won't have the best player on the floor. But it's very possible they have the second best player on the floor, in Oladipo. And I think it's one of those things where the Pacers truly believe. Now, remember, the Pacers have now won four or five games from the Cavs. They took three or four in the regular season, and they took game one. So you're looking at it and saying, this is a real series that no matter what the opposition says or the opposition has, Indiana clearly feels like they are equipped to compete. And not just because this is four or five. You could take the seeds out of it. It just looks more evenly matched. The Sixers look like a better team than the Heat, but the Heat might be a bad matchup for them. And the Spurs really just don't have the firepower to play with the Warriors. I don't think the Pacers look at their series in either of those two ways. I think they look at it and say, we can absolutely defeat this team. We've defeated them four out of five times. And if the playoffs are such a different animal, then we would have lost game one and turned that three out of four in the regular season 
on its head. So I think they really, really got a chance. I don't think they're going to get swept, obviously, Ken, by the Pacers. But this is sort of making you start to wonder, because of this sort of performance, how many games does he have left in Cleveland? I don't think they're going to get swept, but it is possible that you're looking at his final three games with the Cavs, and it would be an exit mm. that would be somewhat disappointing. Because remember, every team LeBron has been on, no matter what jersey he has worn, he has been to the NBA Finals and represented the East every single year since the 2011 postseason. And it seems a stretch at this point to think that's going to continue. Mm. Last thing for you, Zubin. Uh, the outrage over Patrick Reed uh, wearing his Masters green jacket. I-, I guess we just need something to bitch about on a daily basis. And apparently somebody got to that point. I, I don't get it. I really don't. I, I guess it's just you know, maybe exemplifies the fact that this guy's not the most beloved player, putting it mildly, on the on the PGA Tour. Uh, he goes to Chick-fil-A, goes, goes to a Knicks game. I think he was uh, at a Houston Astros game wearing his green jacket. Why can't he wear his Masters green jacket? After all, he is this year's Masters winner. I've never come across anything that says, um, you know, the date that you have to put it in the closet and leave it there. I- I'm not sure that there was rules that came with it. Uh, why are we outraged about this? Yeah, I, because I think we're outraged about everything. I think I think that's exactly what you said. I mean, look, if you win the Stanley Cup, I mean, should you not have fun with it? I mean, isn't that what every single guy does when they yeah. get it for a day? I mean... Right. To me, it's one of those things where this guy's actually good for golf because as much as there is great camaraderie and likability between Ricky Fowler, Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, Phil's a great guy. Even Tiger and Phil look warm to each other. They played a round together, and Tiger's a different sort of guy. You see him appreciating things so much more. I think in every sport, you need the outlier guy. I'm not comparing this guy to John Daly, but he has some sort of John Daly Lone Ranger tendencies. Like, I'm just doing things my way. I'm a different guy. I'm cut from a different cloth. I don't look like you guys. I'm not as trim as you guys. I'm a little raw, like, unlike you guys. I'm not as refined as you guys. And I think guys like that will always have a place in a sport, especially in a sport that asks you to confine to their norms in such a way. So I'm not saying he is a John Daly type, because John's obviously had a lot of problems off the course, and I don't want to compare those two. But there is that sort of different characteristic. There is that sort of outward personality that you're not getting that I think a lot of people may not embrace in golf, but I think it's definitely great for the game. I do think there's a homogenous mix of guys in golf which make it great because they all seem to root for each other. They famously go on vacation together. They seemingly love the collegial aspect of competition. They really do. But I would say having somebody like this in the mix is never a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a white hat, black hat, cowboy type situation. But having a guy that's polarizing, having a guy that you could turn on the TV and be like, ooh, I don't like that guy. I don't hate that guy. It's not a personal thing. But ooh, I don't like that guy. I think that can only help golf. I think it is great that a lot of these guys are supportive of each other. But I do think for the general public to sort of tune in and to have a guy that they may want to kind of root against, just from a personality perspective, nothing personal, I think that could certainly help the sport. And, and as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we talked, I, I love the fact that he's not allowing this moment, even though it is a life-changing moment, Ken, to change his life. He is who he is, and I got a lot of respect for that. I'm with you, Zubin. Great stuff. Enjoyed our conversation, as seemingly we do each and every week. Thank you, Zubin. We'll talk to you next week. Look forward to it. Thanks. As do we. Zubin Mahente, ESPN, joining Trent and I on a weekly basis. Do you get the outrage? 
No, not at all. Do you have a problem with what he's doing? He should go all in. He's absolutely be should. a villain. And now grow- that he knows that there's a number of people out there that are pissed off, yeah, keep doing it. Grow a goatee, yeah, darken things up a little mm-hmm. bit. Play it up. Why not? Have some fun. I agree with you. We will come back uh, with a very brief segment here as we round out the first hour of the program. But loaded in our number two, which is the one o'clock hour, one fifteen, Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City Star, one thirty-ish. Dave Sinekin will opine on Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, when we continue, we'll be back after this brief timeout. Trent Condon and myself with you until two on seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Get everything you need for your projects during Menard's Spring Catalog Sale. Menard's has the largest selection of outdoor lumber. Menard's pressure-treated premium cedar tone decking has double the preservative and is 15% thicker than others' standard pressure-treated decking. Eight-foot lengths are only $6.99 each. Six additional sizes are also on sale. Get Spring Catalog Savings now through April 29th. Plus, Menard's gift cards are perfect for Mother's Day. Save big money at Menard's. Say it loud. I have a prepaid thing and I'm proud. I have money. I exchange it for goods and services. Do I want to open a tab? No, thank you. Do I want to sign an annual contract? Smell you later. I give you money. You give me a cheeseburger. Everybody's happy. No muss. No fuss. Have I applied this fancy free lifestyle to smartphones? Funny you ask. AT&T totally gets my no commitments thing. I don't have an annual contract. I don't pay an activation fee. And get this. I bring my own phone and get 50 bucks off. More money, more cheeseburgers. You see the brilliance, right? Switch to AT&T prepaid with no annual contracts or activation fees. And for a limited time, bring your own phone and get $50 of service free. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. N6718. Must activate and pay for a new line of service on minimum $65 monthly plan. Requires auto pay. Get credit within 21 days of first payment. Excludes phone purchase at time of transaction and other select phones. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See store for details. As a small business owner, you're juggling it all, including customers' calls from your personal phone. But with Grasshopper, you get a business phone number and a business phone system from our mobile app so you can work smarter, not harder. Grasshopper forwards calls, texts, even transcribes voicemails. Everything you need to simplify your business and stay responsive. With Grasshopper, there's no long-term contracts and customer support is 24-7. Whether you're starting or growing your business, Grasshopper is the answer. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual 
Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. We've got about a minute left in this hour. Uh, We'll come back strong in the 1 o'clock hour, however. Uh, Just real quick, Trent, it sounds like um, Brett Favre apparently auditioned for the Monday Night Football Analyst gig to replace John Gruden, and it didn't go well. I saw that. Uh, You know, it's... I don't know who they're going to get, but where I wanted to go with this, if you've seen Mike Mayock, who is really good on the NFL draft and mm-hmm. evaluating talent, and he does he still not do Notre Dame or I don't did? believe so. Oh, but he did, right? He did, yes. Yeah. Um and, and I've never you don't see guys vocal as he is about yes. being snubbed as he sees it and and get these it's like a coach that goes public with his interest in a job. Well, he never gets the job. Right, yes, yes. Mike Mayhawk, I mean, he's really good, but I I think he's probably just um, made that decision pretty easy for networks. Well, and I've heard Greg Olson's name bandied about if he's still playing. Right. If he was going to hang it up, though, that was a decision. Because he did the one game, remember? He He did did Carolina, Minnesota, did he not? And it was an uproar. Yes. And just uh, there isn't a whole lot of candidates that excite you. No. Gruden excited me. You're a He's not guy. coming back. He's not. No. Monday Night Football won't be the same without your boy, no. John Gruden. He's not coming back. Well, we hope you come back because Trent and I will be back after this brief timeout. Blair Kirkhoff and Dave Sinek can join us in the 1 o'clock hour. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Have you been stressed with too much to do and too little time to do it all? Well, how'd you like $50 to try an app that could change all that? That's what your friends at Tackle are offering you today. Download the Tackle app to get your house clean, handyman work done, junk haul, yard mode, furniture rearranged, and much more. Tackle connects you with background check providers who can show up ready to work in an hour or two. There are hundreds of pre-priced chores to choose from, or you can use the day labor option to get someone for a few hours to help with whatever you need done. Here's the best news. For a limited time, when you download the free Tackle app, you'll get $50 off your first job. If you're looking to earn some extra cash, go to Tackle.com and sign up to become a Tackle provider. Let Tackle show you how great it feels to get your to-do list done. That's Tackle. T-A-K-L. Treat yourself to Tackle. Heavy, heavy rain this morning causing backed up traffic all the way to... Please remove all laptops at least. Folks, we're number nine on the list for takeoff, so settle in, keep those seatbelts faster. What? Where's with that? Welcome to Weston. Travel can be disruptive to your well-being. That's why at Weston Hotels and Resorts, we have rejuvenating heavenly beds, a nutritious superfoods RX menu, and a workout gear lending program to help you stay in control and rise above it all. Weston, let's rise. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Wash.